In the snooze fest that was the Russian Grand Prix, Bottas addresses his critics, the mighty Mercedes make a mistake, and are the stewards applying their penalties consistently? Let's jump the start. Welcome in, everybody. The Jump to Start Racing podcast. We're back after the Russian Grand Prix. Let me first say hi to two of my closest friends. Ruben, hi. What's going on, guys? Yancy, are you awake? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I love the young, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So ex- <laughs> our thoughts exactly. Exactly so, what I was doing this weekend when I watched the race. The Russian Grand Prix, it was something. It was a race. Uh, prior to getting into that, I want to also I want to make sure to promote ourselves across the world here at Jump to Start F1 on Twitter and Instagram, Jump to Start Racing Podcast on YouTube, and we're also available on podcast or via podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Um. The news coming into this weekend, it, nothing really major, just that uh, we all saw Lewis Hamilton on the podium wearing the uh, the Brianna Taylor shirt, uh, you know, representing what, what he believes in and, and trying to spread awareness. Uh, the FIA went through and they banned drivers from wearing anything other than their race suits at the podium. What, Yancy, what do you think of this action? Yeah, me and Yancy spoke about this. Yeah, we did. When the one, him, the one Wellington was absent. On. The, the, well, <laughs> now they banned it. Yeah, yeah, no, we we, well, we the, spoke briefly about the, it. About the it. Uh, no, but uh, the new development is that they banned the shirt now from the podium. Not any just, type. not just, yeah, anything other than the race suits is what they. Anything banned. other than the race suit. This was FIA. So it might have been they, they just clarifying or pleasing both sides, but exactly. pissing off somebody else. I think they just clarified. In particular, Lewis Hamilton. Just Lewis Hamilton. Well, or anybody else who's who's uh, in support of the uh, Black Lives Matter movement, in a way. I don't know. It was a it was a way of because at first he was under investigation, and then they retracted that investigation for that, and now they just come out with an outright ban. We've we said before that the FIA does not want to get political and i and i put that in air quotes if i had a camera on me i put that in air quotes because it's not a political statement it's more of a human rights statement the whole black Lives matter movement um but it was just a way of uh the fia basically saving face and and it's something that instead of you know dragging lewis hamilton through hamilton through an entire investigation and them putting egg on their face they just put the outright ban and they didn't mention anything political. They just said, you got to wear a race suit. That's it. I think I saw this coming because of the, you know, F1 is very traditional. And they have their little traditions and stuff like that. They actually, you know, me and, me and Yancy spoke a little bit about this. We, we mentioned that. I pretty much saw this coming, saying that they want to clarify how they want the podium ceremony to be. And they don't want mm-hmm. nothing else. Remember, this sponsor's paid. And they want to be seen. Right. So if my right. driver won, I want to see it. Nothing against wearing, you know, uh, a political or any kind of movement shirt, but I, that's my my moment to shine. 
Right. Mm-hmm. I paid a ton of money. I want this guy. I want to for the sp- top guys that are gonna be on exactly. the podium, yep. especially yep. if they win or on the. Podium. And I that's I believe that's why Lewis at one point took it off because he went against regulations during the podium ceremony and by the FIA doing this, they just very much made it more clear than hey. That's it. He says, yeah. you know, don't do this. <laughs> Wondering uh, if this was the reason why, and we'll get to this later, if that Lutz Hamilton said that they're out to get him. <laughs> I, to me, look, I think beyond... Well, part of the reason. I think beyond just this incident, then I want to make it very much known that next year, if we see Al- uh, Alonzo in a Kamoa hat during interviews or anything like that, then it's not fair. It's not right because... Even though, um, you know, that's his brand, it's not on his, for the most part, it's not on his race suit. Correct me if I'm wrong. I've seen it on the cars. But is it a, it's a spon- I think it's a, yeah, also I think a sponsorship it be, deal. Because when he was in McLaren, they were on the race suit. Okay. Yeah. Very small, but the way they were. Okay. It's just like um, if you see when Nico Hulkenberg wore his hats, he always had Decra. Yes. And that's one of his sponsors. And okay. then you see Telcel uh, with uh, Telcel with uh, Sergio Perez, yeah. I don't know. Sticky situation. I, I like Ruben said, it was expected. It's a corporate way of trying to get out of it without having it on their face. Yes. So the race itself, gentlemen, a quick view back to the past. <laughs> <laughs> I think you do it better than me. <laughs> um all right, so race weekend qualifying. Uh, if you watched qualifying in Q2, Sebastian Vettel crashed right at the end of Q2. Uh, it was about two. It was two and a half minutes left, and I think they stopped. They they waved the red flag at two fifteen left. At that point, Lewis Hamilton had a, a lap deleted. He uh, had no time for Q2 itself, and obviously they red flagged it. So coming back out of that situation, there was. All con- not, I don't want to say it was mayhem, but it was it was really interesting to see Q2 itself with so many freaking cars on the track right at the end, trying to make it across the line to get a lap in. It wasn't that fun. It was the most fun that we saw that week this weekend. Yeah, I would, I would say so. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> as a result, uh, Lewis Hamilton came out on softs, whereas Valtteri Bottas was able to get a time in in mediums. Because Hamilton had to make sure that he came across the finish line with a good time to make it to Q3. Any thoughts on this? I think he would have made a good time if he would have went on mediums anyways. I don't I don't think so. Because everybody else's times were slow. The the track had time to cool off between. I mean but, And there was a lot of there was also a lot of rubber already laid down on the track. No, I, but so I, it would it, everybody needed to post faster times. I don't know. I mean he, he would have still made a pass. He would have still made it. He a, probably would have just barely made it. I think he would have still made a time in top 10, which is what you need to to move forward. And it put him on the back foot for the race, too, because he had to use the soft. And the, no, no, the yeah, obviously, because he did that. To but start he, off was the, the medium. If he would have done a lap in Q2, that lap that he needed to do at the end, in, in the end there, um, if he would have done that lap on the mediums, he still would have been in the top 10. That's how fast that car is and how confident I, I am. Not in that traffic, my dude. Yeah, that's, and that's on top of that, when everybody was lining up, he was the last car out. Yeah. <laughs> so I I don't know. I don't know. I think with all of that that was going on, I think the other teams were thinking more of blocking him back <laughs> a little bit, 
more than hey, let's put a time in. Yeah, you know, let's try to block this guy a little bit to see how you know what. Be interesting do. to look at the 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 delta between the medium and the soft and exactly. see how far back it was to fifteenth place, where he where he eventually wanted to keep to. Did you do that, Wells? No, no. I, it's nothing. been a busy week, a lot of work. No, I got you. I playing, just, playing too just, much Fall just, Guys. Uh, <laughs> playing too much Fall Guys. <laughs> you, would, you would be the only one in this group to actually do that. I'm, I was like, one day I'm going to get in a game with Lando. One day. <laughs> 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 so, uh, man, Hamilton gets pole anyway. Yep. And the Mercs are split essentially by Max. Uh, so it's Hamilton, Max, and uh, uh, Valtteri Bottas. At the start of the race, I, I had predicted that Bottas would get pole because he had gotten it, what was it, two years ago, whatever. He's usually pretty good at this track. The race itself, um, Ruben, I don't know if you could maybe walk me through what the heck happened with Lewis Hamilton before the start. They were just, I don't, I don't know where, they're trying to practice like uh, race starts or simulations to the race start. And it just goes to crap. <laughs> they're not supposed to do that. <laughs> well, they're not supposed to do it in a desert. They have a designated area, area. Yes, to do it. To do it. And it was, and it's usually right there on the exit of the pit lane, but they have like off to the side. What happened was that Lewis went too far up. Where Well, he did too, remember? Yeah, he did too. But it was too far up where at that point when you're too far up, you have the fast lane and then you have the slow lane. It's like those lanes start converging and it's too close to the cars coming out of the pit. So, and I don't know how Mercedes did not know, or I think the explanation was, or they were giving on Sky TV was that the team thought it was okay. So they let him do it. And he asked the team and the team said, yeah, it's okay. You can go ahead and do it. So it's not entirely his fault. So there aren't a lot of opportunities. Well, they do. You see it at the end of FP1, FP2, FP3, where cars will go all the way around the track. Then at the end of the session, they'll do practice starts. Yes. There's not a lot of uh, opportunities to be able to kind of work on your, I'll call it race craft in those scenarios where you can practice your start at the, at the, on the track itself, in the car itself. And we've already seen Valtteri Bottas have a lot of problems. There's, there's, I was going to say, I went to interrupt and saying, why isn't Bottas this? <laughs> because he's the one that needs to freaking practice. <laughs> so in order to get more practice in, I guess during the formation lap or right before the formation lap, they, Lewis Hamilton, like Yancey explained, pulled up and started doing practice laps. He did it twice in an area that was technically illegal per the FIA, uh, unbeknownst to Hamilton himself and I guess the Mercedes team. And they awarded him two five-second penalties. This... This back pe these back. penalties, yeah, they came after the start of the race, so yes. it was something that they couldn't even plan for. But um, so at the start of the race, it so I just want to go through it. It was Boras, um, it was um, I'm sorry, Hamilton, Max, Max. and Boras on on the on the top three. They got off to great starts, and what ended up happening is that Danny Ricardo carrying such speed and momentum forward. And obviously he's got the toe in that long straight and turn one, which isn't even a turn. He ended up overtaking, I think he overtook, no, sorry, I'm going to backtrack. Boras immediately took 
overtook Hamilton, and Max fell back and started to fight with Ricardo. Ricardo ends up overtaking Max on the inside, and Hamilton and Bottas battle each other. Hamilton comes out ahead after Bottas starts him. Correct me if I'm wrong. No, I think um, you got you got most of it right. Yes. <laughs> I, I get but credit, Hamil- right? But remember, Bottas was third, Hamilton, so he overtook Max. Oh, that's then, right. Yeah, Hamilton right, was up Hamilton. ahead, and Hamilton was up ahead. Uh, I think Bottas just sent Bor- it Bottas, yeah. <laughs> I think Bottas, I wound up overtaking Max, and then he tried to go around on the outside on Hamilton, and he couldn't make the overtake because a beat hit his helmet. Zzz. <laughs> Come on. That was his excuse. That's what he said. No, he did. Yeah, yeah. He said, oh, he said a B hit his a helmet. A B hit his helmet. <laughs> he, his visor, he said that in the interviews right after Yeah, right after the race. So that's why he couldn't overtake him at that point. So you see, you were talking crap about Boras and his starts, <laughs> and look how great of a start he had. Well, he had the toe, that's why. <laughs> so then uh somebody else that was involved in that whole melee was uh uh Sergio Perez, who ended up falling back behind Ricardo, behind Ocon, and we saw... Yeah, because he qualified for him, no? Yes. Wow. We saw Carlos Sainz overshoot, turn two, go off to the side. and Max too. Right. Max overshot it, but he was able to get through the polystyrene, I guess, the, the ballers or whatever. You're being nice to, to Carlos Sainz. I'm being very nice because... That's what happens because he tried to follow Max. I, I and his car's not at the same level, so I don't. Hey, I, eat no, this I nah, dude, he <laughs> drove into the wall. Yo, dude. his entire—it wasn't even like a like a. Eat it wasn't corner. even like a, like a clip. It was like the entire wheel went into the wall, bro. <laughs> and he bounced off that thing, and he almost collected Lando on top of that. That yo, I'm I'm still in shock. Company. By the way, that was what the most happened? exciting part of the race. Exactly. Yeah. Yo, so it robbed us of a great start. Like I was like, I was so hyped because it, it robbed us of a good battle for the top two. Of for the top two, yeah, between Max and Ricardo, mm-hmm. and Ocon was right there. Yeah, because at one point, on Ocon overtook Ricardo too. Oh, man, because uh, Ricardo like a couple of times down, he overshot it, and Ocon took him. What, and then right there, the safety. Call, what yeah. I was looking for just at the beginning of the race would be the battle between Bottas and Hamilton, because I already, even though Bottas started with third, mm-hmm. yeah. if he got the slipstream, he was gonna get ahead of Max yep. anyways. And that's what so, he got, <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. And I, he actually, I thought, actually, no, he actually started better than Max because he overtook Max right at the start. Yeah, so because like, he got right behind Ham yeah. at the start, like. He didn't even know, like, I think Max just was sleeping. They were like, wait a minute, what happened here? It wouldn't have been, it's still, I think it still would have been boring. But you would have <laughs> last, you would have had some tension, as I mentioned in the previous part, some tension between who's going to finish first between Botas and Hamilton because they had different strategies. Eventually, I think Hamilton would have to drop back behind Botas just to see if he can overtake Botas towards the end of the race but obviously we got robbed of that <laughs> so that was pretty much it guys I hope you enjoyed the discussion <laughs> of the race <laughs> yeah, oh my god so that's when we all fell asleep yeah yeah no but like immediately after that like ju- literally just two turns up the road uh, coming out I forget what turn it was but coming out of a turn Lance Stroll and Charles Leclerc this is still on, on lap one they come together, and that spins Lance Stroll, and he goes to immediately to the right and right into the wall as well. So his race is done. So right at the start, 
we lost signs and we lost stroll and miraculously we didn't lose anybody else because for them to go across the tracks like they did uh, I'm surprised that they didn't pick anybody else up. It's at turn two, man. Turn two at the beginning of the race. That's yeah. why we got so many safety cars there. Turn two just, at the beginning of the yeah, race. Yeah, because there's so many cars going through that. Like it, still, it seems so like together. it's a it's a wide open area road, but it narrows down. And then these damn ninety degree turns. I hate these ninety degree turns. Dude, but it's not like it's well, it's not different than playing on an online lobby where I get run run off the road. But <laughs> ruined by me. Yeah, but <laughs> no. But how's it different than like Monza? Right, because everybody's exactly. collected into the first chicane. But it's it's a it's a quick to sh it's a quick chicane. But it's a, it's just like everybody has to go. Everybody in Monza, at least you have like that quick left right. So not everybody is going going has to can can go wide here. Everybody's going wide. They have to go wide, in a way. Because you're making that left turn, and then there's nothing. There's no there's no really a quick turn after that. I think it has to do with the speed. Of the starting of the race, I but it's still so much to get. Oh, it is also the heaviest braking zone on the circuit too. Monza too, but Monza, like you said, it's two turns. You know, one, it's, two, one. it's it's a it's like a real quick succession. So you have to kind of like think about what you're gonna do at the next turn. Here, it's just like it's just like it's just a big sweeping turn, Dude. and you're just trying to get through there. Dude, I don't know. Yo, I'm I'm the guy that enjoyed the Spanish Grand Prix, so I can enjoy. A boring race, but this like right after this safety car came out, and then it was just like you couldn't even find a strategy that'll get you excited to nothing to nothing nothing. It was dude, even with Albon Norris and uh, what's his name Russell at the back of the pack racing each other like by themselves, I was still bored out of my it's mind. Usually, when, that was super clean. Usually, when we hear a race has like a high percentage of having a safety car. We get excited about that because obviously safety cars, you know, means a restart. You know, no, it's not only the crashing; it just means restart. So you don't get these long gaps between cars. But in Russia, it never turns out that way. It's not like a Baku. Like Baku's a big, long track, same designer, but you know, at least it throws up some interesting races. But Russia. Oof. Yeah, but I don't. I don't get why Baku would be so much more interesting than Russia. I. I, I don't it's get just, it. Uh, but because at least in, ba I think what makes Baku interesting one is the long straight. Then you have a heavy. Yeah, but you have zone. that in Russia. No, I know, but it's it's just it's it's longer than Russia. But what makes and and you're getting ahead of me. The what makes Baku, Baku is. The castle section. The castle section because it's so slow. Because you know it slows down the cars, and then sector you two. And you, yeah, sector two. You slows down the cars, and then you have these fast. The rest of the two sections are fast, and you have a real heavy braking. Trust me, zone. I know. So, how many times did you crash into the castle in the game? <laughs> in the castle, not much. How much? How many times <laughs> now, did you pull a Charlie Claire? No, no, but now <laughs> on the last sector, the last turn before because. Yeah, before everything that I always crashed there because I'm going too fast. <laughs> yeah, because I don't nothing... live enough. <laughs> oh my At God. least I think maybe the difference is that that slow section comes in the middle of the track, sector two, and the slow section in Russia comes in at the end. At the end. Yeah, yeah, and it kills so, the momentum. So who going kills into... the entire momentum of the, of of the car? And then you have to try to go pick it back up on the long street. Yeah, <laughs> it just. Uh, so uh, we're gonna get back to talk about the Leclerc stroll thing uh, a little bit later, but Lewis Hamilton ends up hitting what, lap 15 or whatever. And that with the 10 second penalty and the pit Delta, which was something like 25 seconds, I think that ends up putting him at the back of the pack 
needs to fight his way through. Obviously, everybody still has to pit, but he was also disadvantaged by being on the soft tires, which turns out that it mattered more than it really should have because of the penalty, which he had to take when he pitted. Um, uh, I read something on, on motorsport earlier. I, I, I browsed through it. I didn't read everything completely, but they were saying that the reason why also why he pitted so early was because they did not want to let the soft tires degrade so much where it gets to the point where they're just losing time. Right. So yeah. they wanted they wanted to because of the penalty and all the other stuff. There's a, there's a, you know, as long as a track is, is a track that one is not easy to overtake. So track position is super important. No, yeah, they were saying that if they let it get to the to the actual super degrading point where you're losing a lot of time, then you're going to be you risk the level of getting undercut by a lot of people, you know, overcut or whatever you want to yeah, put on or it. An, or you come into traffic, which exactly. is not good either. So that's the reason why he, he was pitted at that point. He said, they, they were saying that he maybe had two more laps before the tires really Started went, to fall off. Yeah. To him being at the point that he's going to start losing a lot of time. Well, he ended up climbing back up. It, it's Hamilton. He climbed back up, but it was a completely uneventful climb back up. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> It was just that everybody pitted around him. Yes, exactly. So like even the little bit of excitement that we could have had it was kind it's, of running. Well, he the, was like one of the first ones to pit. Or he, one he, of, yeah. I think he was the absolute first one to pit. Well, I'll, I'll double check that, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that he was. But I mean, that, I think it would have been a better race if that hadn't happened. Freaking Actually, no. no. Albon and Norris pitted during the safety car. Mm-hmm. That kind of that's why they were battling for last place with Russell. Then Ricardo pitted in lap 15, and then Lewis Hamilton. And so it was, yeah, one of the first ones to like regular of a regular pit stop, regular the safety pit stop one. Yeah. yeah, no, not even the safety, but the guys that went hindered by the safety car. Yeah, the incidents yeah. that happened in front of them. Mm-hmm. Right. So that was you know Lewis Hamilton fought his way back, was able to get to third place, and he it, called the the penalties BS. By the he, way, yeah, we will get to that. <laughs> <laughs> Max Verstappen, Valtteri Bottas, nondescript races. Right. They yeah. honestly, I don't think they even showed him on. on no, the no, there was nothing no, really to see. Yeah. We we actually didn't get that that many complaints from from Max this this race about you know complaining about the car well, at the start he was like oh my my tires are gone this is barrier or yeah. something like that other than that like Rebel better watch out I'm just that? mad at that fight he's probably might gonna leave that team man where's he gonna go Mercedes ain't taking him they got George Russell well I mean uh, you yes. know what let me take that back if if I could get a driver the caliber of Max Verstappen I'm, I don't care what happens exactly but you, what are you saying that Max should should leave Red Bull he, there's been if a lot of rumors if they continue like this yeah there's been a lot of rumors since last year yeah they don't have a consistently winning I think, car but, I think they have a but then again who does I mean Mercedes you know I, 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 if you us. take Mercedes off mm-hmm. it'll be an interesting race I mean, an interesting fight for the championship, but he's they're just so dominant, and there's nothing new in F1. You always have a really dominant um, team. The clone, if they get the if they finalize cloning of the car, they're gonna have a really good car. Yeah, but they don't have the personnel to get it up there. They will. No, no, I'm just saying this is right now. It's a, it's a small I mean, team. But there, you cannot ask for a better personnel than what they have though. Yeah, I mean, and with for the, a small team, and, with, and what they get out of that team. Yeah, and but with the rule change, that'll change too. Somebody exactly. Like yeah, with the you know, well, but the regulations. But the budgets. There's a lot of things that we don't. That you know, obviously, we're going off topic. Or what I'm saying, but the budget thing. There's certain things that are not going to be counted in that budget. There's a budget, you know, like a budget cap, but there's also byways of 
you know, certain yeah, salaries are uh, going to be counted in that and stuff like that. So we yeah, still have but, yet to see how's that going to be fully developed. Yeah, but I, I think the, I think the driver's salary is not going to be involved. Something. The driver's salary is not going to be involved. So are the salaries of the head guys. And so I think the, the, the amount of uh, money that they use for marketing is not involved either. But as far as like performance-wise, yeah, that's involved. And they also have these regulations where um, depending on where you – it's almost like a draft situation – uh, depending on where you finish in the championship, if you finish low, you have more time in the CFD to develop your gotcha. parts, mm-hmm. and the team so that finish higher has has less. Yeah. CFD meaning uh, computer fluid dynamic. There you go. That's yeah, it. the the wind tunnel. Well, the uh, well, yeah. Well, not wind tunnel. You have wind tunnel time, and then you have computerized versions of the wind tunnel. But that's what the CFD is. Yeah. I'm gonna give you guys a stat that I thought was interesting today. Uh, Mercedes have fewer, 41 fewer championship points than they did this time last year. Ferrari have 169 fewer points. <laughs> Red Bull, out of those points that have been lost, which is 210 total, has gained one point. So that goes to say, wow, there's so much more distribution between McLaren, Racing Points, yes. Renault. Wow, well, if you look at the constructor standing. Yeah. That so, is. so it just goes to what you were saying. If you take, now that Ferrari has kind of fallen back into the pack, if you take Mercedes out of it, all of a sudden it becomes a much more competitive uh, Fight. championship. Yeah, if you see the standings, like third through sixth or seventh, they're very close in the Super construction. Cool. The constructors. constructors? Yes, construction. Constructors uh, championship. It's within like I think seven points or something like that. The money, it's money, it's money. Yeah. So that was the top three. Oh man! From there, uh, the rest of the race, we talked about the battle back and forth between Russell Albon and Norris at the back of the pack. That was fun to see. It was fun to see. Like Ruben said, it was very clean. That was probably well the second most exciting part of the race. Watching people race at the back. Wow, man! This <laughs> race <laughs> was horrible. so third fourth and fifth in the constructors is separated by seven points mclaren racing point and renault um so the penalties and we have mentioned it here on this show before in previous weeks we don't like the inconsistency the fia shows i'm going to start with one thing lewis hamilton well the, the public perception, number one, Lewis Hamilton's penalties and his reaction versus Ricardo when he got the penalty for not driving through, I guess, the, the, the polystyrene barrier and, and exiting the, the turn two uh, complex um, where he said, okay, mate, no problem. What did you I'll guys- I'll drive faster. Yeah. What did you guys think of that, Yancy? Yancy, what did you think of that? Of Ricardo's Ricardo versus Hamilton's reactions. I loved Ricardo's reaction. Um, because at the end of the day, those are certain things that you you can control it by just not getting the penalty. But when you get it, it's just all right. That's over with. What am I gonna do right now? Yeah. What am I gonna do to 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 make this better? And his reaction was. Okay, because I guess that was that was cleared up before the the drivers right. meeting, where if you don't go through here, uh, you, well, you can you you can go you can do that as during the practice sessions and qualifying as long as you rejoin the track safely, 
all right, we'll let you go with that. But during the race, if you don't go through that polystyrene bat- or obstacle course. <laughs> <laughs> Not the wall, like signs. No, <laughs> obstacle course, Formula you're going to get warrior. five seconds. So what did Ricardo do? He said, all right, my bad fast. guys, I'll drive faster. So that's what I think is the difference. Where He honey badgered it. Yeah, what well, Ricardo knew that penalty was coming. Yes. So he could say, all right, my bad. Whereas Hamilton was kind of cut off guard. Yeah, I think also it's, I think during the race and during your regular job or whatever you're doing in life, it's also how much you, how you take it in. I think Hamilton took it, even though the team put him in that predicament, you know, or drove him to be in that, in that, in that state. But I think Hamilton took it harder than, than Ricard. What you have Hamilton to- should have been like, Okay, guys, don't worry about it. We just we discuss after you know, like even hey mate, we're gonna discuss after race. You know, what we'll you do, have we'll to do. see is the actions, and a lot of, uh, Hamilton gets a lot of uh, slack for complaining too much and this and that. I don't think he complains. I think it's just feedback, uh, and obviously, the more the driver conveys to the engineer, and the engineer conveys to the driver, you're able to fix the problems that come up al- along the race. He was clearly pissed though. Oh, no, he was, okay. but. He still he still got their place, so and Hamilton has shown throughout his career because we can't just look at one situation, we have to look at his racing style and his racecraft as a whole. When he gets put in a bad situation, he makes the best of it. Yeah, he always comes yep. back. There's been many a times where Hamilton's get thrown to the back and he races up the field. Something that Bo- Botas didn't do, I believe, what nope. race that was. Um, I, I don't know. It was one of these races during this season where Bottas wound up being six. Is where his car was overheating. Monza, I want to say. It was Monza. Yeah. And and Hamilton just put his head down. And Hamilton got the and was got, penalty again. He was forced to just go all the way to the back. Yeah, Monza. Yeah, yeah. So he he came through the field and he put his head and down. He finished and he, right and he, behind and does Bottas. <laughs> and every any time that I've seen, unless he it's a complete DNF, if Hamilton has an has an has a has a, has a incident during the race whether it be a penalty or somebody hits him or something if his car's working he's fighting up the field and it's not just because of the car it's the racing driver so one thing is hearing the complaints and obviously you anybody would be upset upset yeah because that's something that you know he he was even perplexed like where's that in the rule book he said it on the radio yeah he did say it on the radio. so but what are his actions what is his reaction to it it's just the same. It, it it was the same reaction Danny Rick had. Okay, uh, maybe Danny Rick didn't voice it. Yeah, but Danny Rick made up the five seconds, and Hamilton, you know, you wound up getting the podium. No, no, I said Hamilton made it up as well. Yeah, he wound, he wound up podium. getting the podium. I mean, at the same time, we got to remember that they're putting on a show, and it's I it, I always equate it to the WWE, right? <laughs> they want to show the drama, so they they cut the oh, what's Lewis Hamilton saying? And then they're like, oh, he got a penalty. Ricardo, what's he going to say? He's he's always, you know, good for quotes. And he didn't deliver. Yeah. Right. I, I don't know. No, and and I, I remember there was a... <laughs> How's that water, Ruben? <laughs> Damn, man. <laughs> I fought it so hard so it make no noise. <laughs> so, no, and 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 I remember, I think uh, Toto Wolf said this a few weeks ago. Uh, he was, he's actually advocating that they open up the radio waves more for the public that'd be cool so 
I would love that so much. Yeah, so so you can hear what the teams are saying, and and the the audience will be more enthralled. And it's more of a storyline because that's what WWE is. Yeah. It's a it's a it's made up, but it's still a storyline. And you WWE it's, it's is almost, made up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, Yo, Santa, yeah. and Santa Claus is not real. <laughs> <It's very>, yeah. <laughs> so you know, it, it's it's just more more in, insight in what these teams actually talk about during the race. And I also think I, that comment it was funny because I also think it's a bit of sportsmanship because it gives uh, the other teams insight on what the other teams are doing. Too, of so course. In total I think that's why it's not yeah. open yet because yeah. it's going to just show too much of what teams are doing. But it will also show that it's not as much drama. It is high drama in certain aspect, but it's not as tense. Yeah, as what right. It's more technical. Yes, yeah, more yeah. technical but, stuff. And, and also, you know, it's... It takes a bit, a lot of a bit of the mystery because after every race, we're always asking ourselves, and maybe that's the intrigue to some people. What the hell was so and so thinking? What was this team thinking? Why would they put him on this? Right. This Look at the Sebastian Vettel the whole time when we were talking about the strategy and why didn't they pit him? And they told him to go along. Mm-hmm. If you listen to the whole radio, it explains kind of what they were thinking. You know yeah. what? Also, they didn't show in the race, and I, I think I saw a video earlier. I don't know, you know what, where which one of the videos that F1 puts out was the one that I was seeing. But it was Ricardo going like a 300 kilometers an hour trying to fix his mirror. Oh, my Lord, really? <laughs> yeah. <man>. Wow. <laughs> and then he showed him, you know, he showed Ricardo with driving one hand and trying to like move the mirror with the other hand, whatever. And then he shows him like a uh, away from the car and the mirror looks like it's falling down. Oh, that's insane. <laughs> wow. All right. So Lewis Hamilton's penalties with an S for the false starts or the, the practice starts they uh they came with one penalty point each which would have brought them to within two points of a race ban hours after the race the penalty points were removed because the team essentially instructed him to do what he did uh so that's that with the FIA there's nothing really to add there right well the uproar also um just one small thing the uproar also is and it's something that should be up for discussion is the driver should get points for something that either puts them or the other drivers in, in danger. This is not technically something that put anybody else in danger. You know, obviously it's up for discretion. If he does a false start and a car is passing by, then yeah, maybe you should get those penalty points. But Even if you do a false start? Not a false start, but a, you know, a, 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 if a like start that's not in the designated area where gotcha, you, can gotcha. do, you can do practice start. Uh, because that's the reason why they have that rule in place. It's just they don't want it in certain areas where you can of get course. in the way of another car. But he he did it safely. I was surprised he even got those penalty those penalty points. But eventually they took it off because it, it was part of the team. They just gave the team a fine. No, oh, they did. Okay. okay. Yeah, so Hamilton didn't pay the fine for breaking the law. No, <laughs> no. breaking the law. So he took what well, he took his. <laughs> Top notch lawyer to you know to the DMV, to, to DMV. and hey no uh, I wasn't speeding no I, I did not stop on the highway yeah. oh yes you did your DMV lawyer come on do your job yeah then the, yeah, then the cop went there. and testified yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. yeah then the FIA was the cop <laughs> 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 and then the judge said like, uh, no he's not getting those points Hamilton pulled out his PBA <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> thank but, you Hector yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I mean. Uh, I don't think that he should have gotten the points no. and, and thank God they took it away because then now what happens is that, which probably would have been an interesting you know, storyline to see how 
how safe he would have been driving in order not to get more points. Or because he was two points away from a race battle. I was like, could you imagine the driver's leader missing a race? You know, the driver points. That'd be great. Missing a race be because great. of a like a race ban kind of thing. Yeah, that's what it would the championship been. tighter. Right? <laughs> yeah, Botas would still lose the championship. So to whom am I concerned? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A race winner. I forgot that he did say that. One Which was I w- why would you do that when you the only reason you probably won that race was the penalty. Was because of the well, do you think that he would have overtaken Hamilton because of the strategy? No. I don't think so. Bro. Are you really discussing Bodas overtaking Hamilton? Well, uh, what I'm saying, he would have overcut at the the first thing. They were, yeah, they were, they were, they were on different strategies, two different tires. Okay. And Bottas probably really would have gone Bottas longer. Overtaking Ham? No, not overtaking him, but probably in the pits. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you're saying. It's just that it's Don't not there. Don't feel stupid, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not there. <laughs> it's not happening. So it was. It's a good question to ask because a lot of people seem <laughs> like, to think that he would have won the race anyways. Uh, it was a good first lap. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so, uh, continuing on the inconsistencies of FIA, I'm going to read out some incidents over the years, right? 2018 French Grand Prix, Vettel hits Bodas, five-second penalty. 2018 British Grand Prix, Raikkonen hits Hamilton, 10-second penalty. 19 Brazilian Grand Prix, Ricardo hits Magnuson, five-second penalty. Hamilton hits Albon, five-second penalty. We remember that one, right? Hamilton hitting Albon. Mm-hmm. 2020 Austrian Grand Prix, Hamilton hits Albon, five-second penalty. We remember that one as well. Yep. First lap, uh, Leclerc hits Stroll, no penalty. Not even an investigation. He's a Ferrari driver. There was an investigation. There, there was? was? Yeah, they said no further action. So I'm going to go through another list, right? Here are some things that we have seen from Charles Leclerc <laughs> with no penalty. <laughs> Drives two laps with, low, with uh, no seatbelt, Spain 2020. No penalty. Drives in, in Japan of 2019, drives with a car that had pieces flying off. No penalty. Um, he hit stroll, which we talked about. Broke the, F, the F1 protocol for COVID, along with, I think, Valtteri Bottas. Yes. No penalty. What does this guy have to do to get in trouble? He's the... Came prepared, man. He's yeah, the... Man. He's the well, future. he... Um, he's the future. He is the future. He's a, uh, you know... I, I think... Uh, so yeah. is, is Stroll not the future? Is Verstappen not? We've seen Verstappen get penalty. Stroll sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but he, unfortunately, he is not only the future driver, but a future team. So like. It'd be good to watch that again. I think they gave him leeway because it was the first lap. And they tend to do that. Uh, when when you have first lap incidents. First, first lap incidents? Yeah. When you have first lap incidents, they do traditionally. Stewards give you a little bit more leeway. Yeah, yeah. Goes. As far as because you know you have all the cars bunched up together, things happen, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I, so I just thought it was a first lap incident. It, it, yeah, it did take Stroll out of the race, and maybe he did deserve a penalty. But I also get the stewards' point of view. Also, so we came out. It was a, a right hand turn. I, again, I forget what turn it was, but they came out of the right hander. Stroll. If you look at Stroll's. Uh, I guess the uh, his driver cam looking forward. You never see Leclerc at all whatsoever. You look at Leclerc's, you see that Stroll is on his left. He comes out of the turn wide. 
There's plenty of space on the inside, and it's very similar to Hamilton and uh, Hamilton and Albon in in both situations. And then also, I think uh, did Perez get a, a penalty when he hit Albon? No, right? Because it was just car damage. They didn't. He didn't spin out. But I I don't know. I think that my opinion was that it should not have been just a race incident we'll link the the highlights in the in the show notes you'll be able to take a look uh i encourage you to take a look and then even let if us it's know like what, on the first lap i think that's why actually i, I, I think it was i think it was egregious enough where uh, that being even a first lap incident just take a look at it again mm-hmm. you don't think it was like it was an incidental contact it was more well, it, was inc- it was incidental. incidental i won't say that leclerc did it on purpose that's okay but he should have been more careful. Gotcha. Yeah, because at the end of the day, obviously nobody wants an accident, but sometimes you do things wrong. Yeah, it, it, I think if it wasn't the first lap, he definitely would have gotten the penalty. I just think that they use that that discretionary, because it's very discretionary what you give a penalty on, especially on the first lap. But they do have that in place where if it's a first last lap incident, I think that was going in through... Turn. I don't know the turn. It was either turn three, three or, or four. four. No, no, it wasn't three because three is a a, a, a small. Big, so it was four. Four. probably complex. turn four. Four or five. Yeah, I know it was further up than the, than the first turn. Well, okay. well two, yeah, it was it was probably turn four. Um, yeah, I, when they when they look at those and it's going in through to the first lap when other cards are bunched up, they tend to not give penalties. It was turn five coming out of turn, turn five. five. That okay. big parabolica yeah. looking thing, and then. Turn five was the right hander. I don't know. Uh, big uh, the fake turn eight. Yeah, the fake turn. Fake, yeah. Take, fake, what is a fake turn eight turkey? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. So I I don't know. That that's just something that I wanted to bring up because it's weird that we keep seeing these things and then there's no like the the seatbelt thing with two laps. I don't know. I think he's been lucky. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Charlie. Yeah. He's been. He's been. He's been. Uh, he's been catching the FIA on you know on the wrong timing. Besides they that, probably though, were focused too much on the actual incident before. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. He did drive well during the race after. So that was that's one thing that he did do. He finished sixth. In a Ferrari. In a Ferrari, which uh, we have oh, already no. shown is not a great car. Stop being nice. Uh yeah. You've been mean all all year, so just to say it's a horrible car. It's just, unfortunately, well, it's in my blood. At just... least a Ferrari <laughs> finished ahead of the Alphas. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So look, he finished, he split Ricardo and Ocon, and they were both doing pretty well. The Renault has really come on at this point in the season. I'll call it the middle of the season because whatever. They're making it a fight, man. They're, the Renault's making this a fight for that midfield time. Yeah, and... Ocon did mention that after his pit stop, the car didn't just didn't work the same for him. That he was driving a phenomenal race until he pitted. Uh, the tires he blamed it on. Yeah, I guess maybe the strategy didn't work for him, or the car tires didn't work for him. I mean, you know, I guess part of you know. Well, if you're stuck in traffic, also, it's... like that's that has a lot to do. With it. Yeah. So These cars suck in traffic. Yeah, they do. My, here's my question for you guys. Where the heck is Alex Albon? This guy is... I could tell you where. Where is he? He's about to get fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. I think I've, uh, you know... I've, I'm and a, I would not want Gasly back on that seat. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Albon. Well, but he's just not cutting it 
unfortunately. Yeah. And uh, I think it's the team. It's the position. Yeah. I, I think because all the tents or the, you know, that comes out of Max Garage and all the attention he gets, you are on the back burner all the time. And oh, and also have to perform to this kid's level where I'm not getting maybe half, or, you know, half of the attention he's getting. It's not. He's not. It. It. it uh, I don't think it's entirely his fault. I think it's mostly the team's fault. They, you know, they tend to focus on one driver, and they favor one driver, and they've even now. admitted. Well, well, no, it, it's been like that always. No, I can't agree with that because Ricardo and Max were. Pretty- Pretty neck and neck. Well, the, the, and that's why Ricardo. Well, you're getting my next point was that the only driver that could, that had enough talent to overcome these things, was Daniel Ricardo. I don't know. And 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 look at what happened when Daniel Ricardo came into the team. It was you know Vettel was the golden child, four world you know four time world champion, and Vettel got displeased, and Ricardo came in and you know. Took I, the reins could, over. Maybe if when you put it that way and you start looking at what happened, like when Beto came in, Beto did you know was doing well, and he actually when he came into the team, they started focusing on him. Even though they they had all the drivers that were good, I think who they had David Coulthard. They had, or something? They had David Coulthard. They had Mark Webber. Exactly, it but was, but they always shitted on Mark Webber. Exactly, you no, know, but because of that, because they focus on one driver. Yeah, they focus. Then Ricardo on, yeah. came in. Ricardo started posting better times than Beto. So started focusing on a little more Ricardo. It was it was um it was the, the you know the regulations changed. They weren't able to use a double diffuser, and like we said, we've discussed on this podcast before. Vettel, the double diffuser allows you to get more grip on your rear tires, and Vettel excels in those situations. Um, so I mean, look, he finished. Albon finished twenty nine seconds behind Daniel Kvyat, mm-hmm. behind both Alpha Tauris. I, it's one of those things where it's could be the team, but then as a driver you lose confidence and, and listen, just watch out for the Alpha Tires. He's not cutting get it. Better. You know, Albon's not cutting it. Albon's not cutting it, and they it's. Uh, but it, when you see so many drivers come through that Red Bull program and they don't cut it, Kvyat came through there, couldn't cut it. Gasly came in there, couldn't cut it. Now Albon Hartley. Granted, that was. Uh, not Red Bull. <laughs> well, it's not Red Bull, but I'm just saying this is you have team, in man. that Red Bull second seat. You're now you're having multiple drivers that can't cut it, and it, and did um did Science ever make it to the Red Bull seat? No, right? No, he never got there. He oh he finessed his way out, yeah, because he couldn't get a Red Bull seat, so he, they he yeah. finessed his way into Renault. Right at the time, it was Ricardo and Verstappen. Yeah, there was so no way he was. Gonna what what happens is that they put a ton of inexperienced drivers in there. And they cut their teeth there, and you have to, you know, obviously they don't give them time to develop, and this is what happens. And some of these drivers, if you're not, I mean, but, you know, credit to Gasly, he didn't let let that bring him down because he's driving phenomenal this season. But a lot of drivers don't survive that. Every team has to do that, though, yeah. So he has to take a risk on a less experienced driver for the come up. I'm ready, guys. I'm ready to drive. You know, no, Le- well, Leclerc, you could say yeah, he wasn't but that ready, was, but... That was, that was the first time that Ferrari had done that in years. Gotcha. Yeah, they took a chance. That's yeah, true. That's very took true. a chance. Then, then you don't see a top team usually doing that. Not even Mercedes. Mercedes came in with Schumacher 
and and Nico Rosberg, which was already pretty much experienced when they first started. Then they replaced him with Hamilton, Hamilton, which was already a champion when they when they came into the team. You know, yeah. maybe they give Botas a chance, but Botas has been solid. But they don't. I think not that's why he's still there. Botas yeah, he's him. been he's been a solid second driver. Yes, and he doesn't rock the boat. So I got I got a question for you guys. Pop quiz: Who's fourth? So obviously we have Hamilton, Bottas, and Verstappen top three. Who's fourth in the drivers' championship? Lando Norris. You checked earlier. No, Lando Norris. He's been there for a while already. <laughs> yeah, because nobody else has been able to get, <laughs> get consistently. Because once you start getting to those places. It's either you go to these races, it's either Renault having a good race, McLaren having a good race, or AlphaTauri right. having a good race, but it's nobody consistently, or Racing Point having a good race, um, but there's nobody consistently finishing in the top four or five. It's exactly that stat that we read, that those 210 points or whatever are just spread out through the field. Those cars are close, man. Honestly, so, and I think that the, I think that the team that's Norris doing... is because the name, before the weekend, the name popped. When I saw it, I was like, oh crap, yeah. this guy's still here. Yeah. But the team that's doing. He was third one at one point. The team that's been doing the best job of actually moving on up has been Renault. Renault. Yeah. They've been. McLaren's is the car. same. Uh, I think they want that money. They want the price yeah. money. Yeah. The, the well, better price money. Yeah. And then, you know, you, sometimes you get an Afatari up there. And, and um, you know, Racing Point, their two drivers don't seem to get it together. It's either one or the other. So you don't have two drivers consistently scoring points. And they also got and penalized, remember? Yeah, exactly. And yeah, but that's constructive. Oh, that's constructive. I'm sorry, yeah, not driver. Yeah, so. So, all right. So Lando Norris is fourth at 65. Sergio Perez is ninth. How many points do you think Sergio Perez has? 34. Yancy? He's in the 40s. 56. Sergio Perez? 56. Lando Norris, 65. After Sergio... this race, he got 56? Yes. Oh. Sergio Perez, 56. Lando Norris, 65. So from fourth through ninth, nine points separates the two, the, all those drivers. Lando Norris, 65. Alex Albon, 64. Daniel Ricciardo, 63. Charles Leclerc, 57. Amazingly. Yeah. He's still there. Still there. Lance Stroll, 57. And Sergio Perez, 56. How crazy is that? That's uh, the distribution that we were talking about earlier. It would have been Impressive. a fun championship. The top team, the top drivers were not. Could have, would have, should have. Yeah. It, it, it calls for Formula 1.5 where you take out Max, Boras, and, and Hamilton, and then you have a championship between those guys. Fourth through ninth would be amazing. It, it, uh, it reminds me that of- That would be a uh, matching competition. 2008. Well, and also reminds me of, I mean, I watch IndyCar, so it reminds me of that where you kind of don't know who's yeah, going to Formula E as well. Yeah, you don't know who's going to win each race. Formula E last season, not this season, but the last season, the first seven races were like seven different race winners. Yeah. So that's maybe we can get there with the new regulations. We're, we're, I hold I out hope, it. but I held out hope that the Russian Grand Prix might be good. And, well, it was better than <laughs> better than most. <laughs> so just to round out the constructors, well, we don't even, the Mercedes is at 366 versus Jeez. Red Bull's 192. That's just insanity. Uh, McLaren is at 106, Racing Point 104, Renault, sorry, my voice cracked, I'm still going through puberty, <laughs> Racing Point 104, Renault 99. So from McLaren's 106 to race, uh, Renault's 99, there's a seven point difference between three teams. Dude, that's where we're going to be watching. And that's where Racing Point got their penalty. Gotcha. They lost, what was it? 15 points. 15, 15 points. points. Wow. They haven't looked great. Renault has looked so much better than them. 
don't know. I think what um the team, the racing point, because of the clone card, they got so overhyped at the beginning that they just got so much attention what they were still trying to settle into this brand new car that they have, regardless if it was a copy or whatever it was. Well, and also remember And they're still going through that. Yeah, remember that we also we we talked we touched upon this the last podcast or the yeah the last no the 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 one previous with this where a uh, racing point brought some updates that they had on Stroll's car yes for the Tuscan Grand Prix they were working well because he was ahead of Paris but he crashed out so mm-hmm. he didn't score any points. This one he was knocked out by Leclerc, so it didn't score any points. With the with the upgrades. No. Well upgrades. he had the upgrades, yeah, Leclerc, but they uh, didn't Stroll. they they the the issue was that they couldn't bring the new upgrades on time for both cars. It was a tight window. And remember that we spoke about this. So we'll see what happens at the next race. They have what two weeks to prepare. Maybe they can get those upgrades for both cars. We might get another sprinkle of salt or a sprinkle of spice into that into that race between into that fight between the Renault Racing Point and McLaren. But I think the way it's looking right now, unless McLaren comes up with um their new nose that they're putting on the car gives them a a, a, a bigger advantage a, a better advantage, the fight will t- between between the fight will be between Renault and Racing Point to the end. No McLaren? It doesn't McLaren is good, but they're staying they're very consistent, but they're not they they seem like they're nowhere. It's you know what's crazy is that where's Carlos signs? Like what's going on? Like he's just he's just had the worst luck. Yeah, you're right, man. you're right. You're right you're and right. honestly, this did not help. He's had bad luck this whole season, mm-hmm. but that was self-inflicted. You put an entire wheel into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> the it's imprint like a, is still there. You like can go like see like a quarter it. of the car. <laughs> I they sh- what they do what they should do is somebody I'm giving people ideas now. They should go on Google Maps and put a pinpoint <laughs> where, oh my God. where, like, uh, where, uh, where he put the wheel into the wall. It just like, like the entire Buda's, wheel. Uh, lawn mowing service in Austria. Yeah, there's, there's, exactly. a, there's a couple of those. Yo, the exactly. meme that I shared earlier. Which one? That it was one guy walking in front, and then Carlos signs behind. It was another guy, and he just bam, bam, <laughs> to like a light post or something. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, <sighs> it was great. I'll see if I could link that one in the show notes. Yeah, but, uh, that was funny, gentlemen. Any anything else coming out of the, out of the race was just that that Hamilton news. Other than that, it's been just like the race itself. Just not really much excitement after this one. Yeah, I mean, listen, we the, uh, whatever this race sucked. Um, let's go on to the Nurburgring. Yeah. We'll be back next week with an episode previewing the Nurburgring. Ruben, yes, you have any sir. thoughts to add here? No. I'm, By the I'm, way, Ruben set a fast lap in Nurburgring, so oh I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. <laughs> I, I hope when to hear. I, I hope to hear his commentary uh, during the race. He'll be like Paul. The rest of oh, here the, the drivers they want to make sure to hit the the corner in this in this. <laughs> but uh, remember, speed. we did not do that track. We did the. It's for the drama, the, Ruben. Oh, I was not trying to sell it. Like. <laughs> Should have kept your mouth shut. I was about to give you the fastest no, no. lap. <laughs> because obviously, the, 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 yeah. the pole position tire. The pole tire. position tire, bro. <laughs> no, no. The, the biggest thing. I that made one up out of cardboard for you, and I just messed it up, bro. <laughs> no, the biggest thing that happened to me that day was that when we went to the rental place, we were actually by the track. 
that's what the rental places yeah. had to get the cars that we were going to go on, on the actual, you know, North Shrive or whatever. And so I, I leave first. And these guys are still behind trying to get, you know, get their, I guess, the instruction in the car. I get lost. You were doing uh, Lewis Hamilton practice start? Yeah. He was calling Bono. Like, dude, where am I? <laughs> I left first. They told me, yeah, yeah. And the runaround first left. The second runaround, second. Dude, I got lost. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make a U-turn in those streets and then come back. By the time I made it to the track, these guys were already running. <laughs> you did what Kimmy did in Brazil a few years back. There you go. Something like he that. Went off a, he went off. But oh, I did it on a public road. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> wow. Dude, if anybody could drive the auto, uh, not the Autobahn. You know, yeah, drive the Autobahn. Yeah. But if yeah. you could drive Nürburgring, go and do it. The Nordschleifer. Please check the calendar yes. before you go do that because we got lucky when we went. This is how boring a, this race was. That look at we're talking about your slow ass lap times around the North <laughs> in our Volkswagen Sorocco's. <laughs> Yo, everybody, uh, make sure to check us out on at Jump to Start F One on Twitter and Instagram. We're at Jump to Start Racing on YouTube, and we're obviously Jump to Start Racing on podcast platforms: Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher. Let me do that again because I screwed that up and I know Yancey was going to ask I was about to ask Yeah. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, and I feel like I'm missing one. But whatever. You guys get it. Check us out. You want some more Ruben's water so you catch your breath? Yeah. <laughs> Let us know what you guys thought about the Charlotte Claire and Lance Stroll incident. And see you next time. Bye, guys. Later. <laughs> <laughs>